Thanks for joining us once again on the Red Rock Sports Podcast. It is Tuesday, October 18th. I am Jared All, joined as always by Connor Holzkamp and Nick Sopris. I don't want to jinx it, guys, but I know we've been like on a roll here, all of us showing up. We're on the, a pretty good little roll. I got I got one one week early in December. I'll be out, but let's see if we can't keep this thing on a roll here. I like it. You know, we want at least somebody around here in in, in the Colorado sports to be consistent, right? You know, Ooh. we want you know we got to get some some energy. So we're gonna try to bring a better energy than what the Broncos did last night. That's so predictable, um, man. Guys, guys, guys. I I fell for it again. Again, last night. You Again, mid third quarter. I'm prepping my notes for the show. I'm sitting here going like, "Man, we've totally overreacted about the Broncos. They're only going to be a game back in this." And and then it hit me right at the end of this game when it finishes. This is the Bizarro Tebow season. Okay, during that Tebow season, except, we every, don't except the opposite. No, except the opposite. That's what I'm saying. Bizarro. It's, it's Bizarro. It's, it's the, the opposite. reverse Tebow. That's what I'm saying. Every game they should have lost and somehow found a way to win. Now it's like every game there's a spot where like, man, how did you lose this game? But they find a way to lose every game. They did it again last night. The, it's the, the Bizarro Tebow. The Broncos year. have become the Chargers of a couple years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. I'd rather have the Chargers from a couple years ago than the Broncos. Well, at least ago. they were high scoring and losing games. You know, someone but, was trying to give me the the Peyton Manning argument. Like, well, Peyton's first year, they were two and three, and you know, they they were some questions. <laughs> they it's were like, also scoring thirty points a game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I was, and I, I meant to do this argument. before the show, yeah. but maybe we do this at, leading up to next week's show. But what is the lowest scoring offense ever for an NFL season? That's what I'm curious of. Because sixteen can't be much higher. Uh no, it, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. I so, guess you go way back, right? Maybe. maybe I, since not even like, that far uh, back. There's. There's definitely teams in the '90s, early 2000s. Like. Like. I, I was looking. Believe me. Okay. I was trying to come with the stat of the week, saying we were like on pace to be the worst offense ever. But it is not that bad. It, it is, is bad. It, it is, is bad. It is that bad. But it's not as bad as historically bottom like ten defense ever or offense rather bad. So anyways, no. Yeah, I don't know. It sure feels no, there's like some, it there's there. some real bad, like, uh, you know, like 12 point something. Points. I want to say there's that Ravens team that ended up winning the Super Bowl, the the first Super Bowl, not not the uh, Flacco Super Bowl, but the first one. Their offense was real bad that well, There's year. definitely a Detroit Lions one so, once or twice in there. So the most, the, the worst one is in 1944. We won't count that. The mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Buccaneers in 1977, 14 games played, 7.4. Oh yeah, points per game. Okay. Yeah. The most recent one, I guess that we the Lions, right? Uh, well, it would go to. It depends. I can kind of pick and choose. The Seattle Seahawks in '92 averaged 8.8, and then most quote recently would be the Cleveland Browns averaging 10.1. So it could be worse. Everyone out there listening, <laughs> it could be well, worse. I don't know. Did they pay their quarterback two hundred a quarter billion dollars oh, to now, now what I would be curious to see, I wonder what the Broncos averaged in points per game under Tebow. That Ooh. would be interesting. What was to that? Two thousand eleven? Two thousand eleven, I think was the that, season. Don't come out with me with years, yeah. Jared. Yeah. Well, because twelve is when Manning came here. Two thousand twelve was when Manning came here. So it was the year before that. So two thousand eleven. <laughs> I'll I can, take your I can, word for it, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Trust, trust, <laughs> trust me. It was, it, was like, it, it was like the reverse because the first part of the game, a.k.a. until like 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, was so bad. It's like what I was having to endure the second half. Yeah. And then magically, 
two drives. So incredible I'm, drives. I, I'm sitting at a bar last night watching. This game. It was actually a brewery. I should I should preface it's a brewery because no bar would ever do this. But I'm sitting at the brewery. I'm one of the few people watching the game. They close at nine, so it's about eight thirty. I think it was about mid to late third quarter, and he just like flat out flips it off, t- turns the TV off. Like you know, he's getting ready to close, and he kind of looks at me. He's like, "Oh, were you watching that?" And I'm like, "Actually." Nah, man, I'm good. Like, I'm good. I don't, I don't want to watch it at this point, man. I can't handle it anymore. All I can keep thinking, guys, is seven years. We got Russell Wilson for seven. No, only three. No, no I, th- only I, believe, three. I believe it's three. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe four. I think there's one extra year. I, I, you guys will have to check. But Oh, I think it might be three years after this year. Yeah, it's something uh-huh. like, I believe, three to four years. You can get out later, but yeah, it's... So I believe three more seasons. Oh, so yikes. four total uh-huh. seasons of oh. Ross. What are we Wilson. talking about? We're already talking about uh, getting out of this. Yeah, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we not? Okay, let's. Let, did you have that that the, the point total for that? I'm, too, lo- I'm looking at okay, that. Yeah. He's working on that. I mean, what what happened, guys? T- t- Russell Wilson was a fixer for Seattle. That's what we always thought, right? It was it was garbage talent around him. I mean, yes, he had the receiving core towards the end, but a lot of times had, it did not have the big-time receivers. They never put anything into their offensive line around him. And the, the, the perception always when Russell Wilson was with Seattle is that he carried those offenses to what they were. Now he comes to Denver with all the talent that we have – and it's just not the same. Were we were we all wrong on what was Russell Wilson propped up by that system in Seattle? Uh, maybe. Uh, are we sure that are we wrong on the talent around him here? I mean, uh, maybe. I, are, are, is are, that, we sure? is that are, are we Are we certain that we actually uh, have? They all were the talking about here? that on the broadcast last um, night. They kept talking about all this talent, and and yeah, you can't help I but mean, think that, right? Yeah, right. I mean, uh, you know, Corlin Sutton. What do you have? Two receptions, fourteen yards last night. I don't know, man. It is it's tough. <laughs> it is tough. Are we certain that? Okay, it just makes me start thinking about Russell Wilson, Ross, <laughs> Ross Wilson. There you go. Uh, leaving and why he left. Right. So there was all the rumors swirling that Pete Carroll and him were butting heads, uh, and the sticking point was that Russell Wilson wanted more control influence over the offense and Pete Carroll was being a stickler saying no we're doing it this way I mean am I right on that I mean that's yeah that that was what the rumors were right at the time so looking back at it now after what six weeks third of the season third of the season it seems to make sense to me I mean are we sure that it this right now is not Russell Wilson saying I want to be in the pocket Rather than, I mean, okay, look at the offense that they apparently had problems with because he had no control, right? They had a lot of play action pass. They had a lot of uh, boots, a lot of just planned boots. They had a lot of QB runs. They had some options, some run pass options going on. It wasn't necessarily your traditional uh, Aaron Rodgers in the pocket, you know, uh, Pat Mahomes in the pocket, whatever. It was not the traditional kind of spread offense, pocket passer. There was a lot going on in that offense, right? Is this a product of Russell Wilson not being in that type of offense that that involves a lot of getting him outside the pocket? I mean, did Pete Car- are we sure that Pete Carroll didn't just basically cut the field in half for Russell Wilson on every play? And this play? is what I, I honestly I think you're you're onto something there because it, 
the, Russell Wilson looks in over his head right now. He they looks all like, look like they're and, in over but, their but, head, you know, except not, for Patrick. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and pretend to be an expert in in offensive line play or audibles or line calls or anything like that. But when you turn to the experts, former players, I, I know Jeff Swartz is a guy that ha, has been vocal about this. Others in the media that are former offensive linemen that calling Russ Wilson out saying he is missing obvious things, putting himself in a situation where he should be audible and he should be making line calls to protect himself, and he's not. You could see, obviously, the offensive line suffered, not having Garrett Bowles there in this game. They struggled in this game. But a great quarterback, a guy that you pay a quarter of a billion dollars, is there to make that bad offensive line look passable, look average, just like Again, I'm going to go back to what Peyton Manning did when he was with the Broncos. They never had a great offensive line. He made them look great. Uh, hey, I, I, okay. They uh, we, can, up, we can argue the they, semantics They picked up here, a guy off the street for that Super Bowl year, and I'm just slipping there, on there's his still name. Some, there's still some guys that are here in the league. I mean, like playing still today. Sure. That are, I mean, I, I'm just saying, I, you can't tell me when you have your 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 left tackle and Ryan Clady go down a week before the season and you picked up. True, what's the guy's true. name? I'm just slipping on his name that he's he, he was on the fan for on Altitude's uh, radio for a while, and I'm just absolutely slipping on oh, his name. Oh, is it uh, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Harris? Ryan Harris. Yeah. Guy was a scrub. He loves to tell you how he's a Super Bowl 50 champion. Dude <laughs> was a scrub. He was on the street. Nobody signed him. After he left the Broncos, he ended up getting cut within a year, and he was your starting left tackle on that team. Absolutely a great quarterback makes up for a below-average offensive line. Russ Wilson is not. He's not doing any of that. He's not making up for any of the deficiencies of the coaching staff, anything like that. I can't put all the blame on him, but he is not the guy we were promised. We got sold a bad bill of goods, guys. I think we bought into somebody that, hey, maybe, maybe the right coach makes Russell Wilson look good again, but but what I'm no, seeing but, right now is he's washed. Well, okay, but let's not, I mean, obviously let's not compare Russell Wilson to Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is a different echelon. We knew that coming in. He's a different echelon of quarterback. He okay, is. Okay, let's is. go with the Matthew we, Stafford. Let's go with the, I mean, there's a lot of names you could put in but, there. But regardless, all right, regardless, um, I just go back to, are, are we sure that Russell Wilson knows how to read the defense at a high level? I'm are, pretty are sure, sure that he's that, that not I, capable of doing I, that. I, I mean, hey, it's a lot of speculation. It's hard to tell. Is it a lot it, of speculation? It, yes, because, because it seems pretty obvious. Well, it does. It, right now it's obvious that it's not happening. But is that because he doesn't know how to read an NFL defense? Or is that because perhaps he is still catching on to the system they're trying to do? Is there miscommunication going on with it? I mean, we're not privy to what the exact issue that's causing this. I mean, all I'm saying is, is how, he, a, how is he a Paxton Lynch between the years? Who knows? Yeah, maybe it's, <laughs> it's hard to say. I think I had a couple issues. One, it definitely seems like the team is starting to turn on him if they haven't already. You know what I mean? They had that play where Judy goes off and now it's kind of being highlighted a little bit in social media where he goes up to Melvin Gordon. He's complaining. He's obviously saying some inaudible things just with hand gestures in regards to frustration. That's the first thing, right? That that's the obvious thing. The second thing is, Hackett obviously is a horrible play caller. Horrible. Third downs, third and ones, third and six. It's just, it's awful. And on top of that, with that said, you're telling me that with the 20 to 30 plays that Hackett called in the second half, not one of them worked. You're telling me that not one of those plays left a couple of receivers open. I mean, there is one play where the tight end was literally wide open. Russ was scrambling to his left, threw it out of bounds immediately, and they showed the replay. 
the tight end gets immediately open right as Russ throws away. He doesn't even, it's almost like in basketball when you don't keep your head up to dribble. Like Russ is playing with his head down, just scared. He, he does seem to be targeting two on one side of the field. Like if you if you yeah. watch him, he seems to be staring down either side, right? And, and he never takes his eyes away from that side of the field. It's, uh, obviously, we saw it with the would have been game winning touchdown against the Colts, right? When he just kept his eyes locked on Cortland Sutton. Uh, I saw it several times this game uh, with KJ Hamler. I saw it with Jerry Judy. It, it seems like this game, he was trying to make more of a conf- conscious effort to spread it around. But at the same time, he's not going from one side of the field to the other. He's looking, looking, looking at one side of the field. If it's not there, then he either throws it away, takes a sack. Uh, the only time he starts looking to the other side of the field is when the play breaks down, he rolls out, right? And, and you know, that's when, when, I mean, honestly, that you could argue is when Russell Wilson is at his best. Was, maybe it's was because, at his best. Maybe it is because it allows him to look at more options. I mean, maybe, I mean, I feel like it's an are we sure Tuesday because I keep coming back to are we sure that he can read a defense, right? Uh, are we sure? Okay, this is going to be a little crazy, right? Bring me back down if I'm getting out there. But are we sure that this offense wouldn't score more points right now with Brett Rippon or, or Josh Johnson? Are we sure? Or one Drew We are Lock. not sure. I mean, Drew Lock. I mean, 30 seconds. Drew Lock back? No, I would, well, I, for, for $250 billion less, dollars, yes. <laughs> yes. Are we sure that Drew Lock wouldn't score are we, more points Are we this? sure I mean, that I'm, Russell Wilson didn't get paid and decide he's ready to move on from football? Like, mentally, mm. it looks like a dude that doesn't even want to be there. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that, and that's really calling it, him out, but he just, the energy's not there. The emotion is not there. I'm not seeing him engaging and interacting with teammates on a level where he's trying to rally these guys behind him I'm wondering if he has already completely lost the respect of his teammates before even really getting through this first season at all the worst thing that could have happened to Russ, in my opinion is that let's ride video getting leaked out because now anything he does is considered cheesy it's considered rah-rah I feel like the let like yeah it's always been that way though yeah for sure but I just think it was such like an a spotlight on him of like hey anything he says or does is extremely extremely cheesy so i just think that now anytime it's like that thing where he's like after week one he said yell if it's a pass yell pass yell pass on the sideline and like to your point jared that's him trying to rah rah the guys and now everything he does is just like look at russ man look at how corny he is which he is corny so and he's kind of always been that way i mean that uh, you hear some of these reports coming out of seattle like former players and stuff we heard that actually to start the season right this wasn't anything like that just started coming out which we all thought was just sour grapes yeah exactly (laughs) but but we're kind of starting to see that a little bit um did you guys see Marshawn Lynch and uh, yeah, it was had, on uh, Richard Sherman's podcast. Richard Sherman, yeah. it was on his podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah do you want to? Yeah. So, uh, and I don't, I, I don't know the exact exchange back and forth, but uh, essentially, Marshawn Lynch said something along the lines of wanting to reach out to Russ, Russ, because he feels for him. He's obviously struggling, and he he needs that support. And 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 Richard Sherman said you should reach out to him. He'd appreciate it. And Marshawn Lynch's response was like, "No, nah, I ain't reaching out to him if I have to go through his agent or his, yeah, his no, manager." Uh, yeah, he goes, he goes, yeah, you know, I feel like I'm. Uh, I want to call him and then and then he goes I mean and Richard Sherman just cuts in and smiles you mean his manager yeah yeah his manager you know I don't I don't even have his cell phone number yeah. and he's like I don't you know I don't even have his cell phone number after all these years I went to war with him you know and that was just an interesting yeah it wasn't directly said but the insinuation is is that Russell Wilson won't even give his teammates his right, phone exactly. number that you have to contact his manager uh-huh. if you want to talk to Wait, him okay serious side question if you were rich enough would you have a manager 
that screened all your calls. Yeah, I don't like people, so absolutely, <laughs> man. And uh, the, the problem is, is I would no. never take any of the calls. Uh, my mom would have to probably show up. Oh, your like, mom's or, your manager? Uh, no, my mom <laughs> My mom would be getting screened by the manager. Oh, so. oh. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm all right. A, now I'm they're a bad bad I mean, hey, man. Um, I mean, look, too. I, uh, so Russell, who threw for 15 yards in the second half and overtime combined. 15 big ones. Um, yeah, 15 big ones. Need them. Um, bad. He... Picked up another injury. You guys saw that, right? Yeah. 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 What a, a coincidence. A hammy. Apparently, he had an MRI today, and there was fear that it was an actual significant injury that was going to cause him to miss quite a bit of time. Fear or um, optimism? <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. I'm sorry. That that's rude. a terrible, terrible thing to that say. That is rude, Jared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, some fear. But uh, I, but just a couple hours ago, came out that it, they, the worst fears were not confirmed he is day to day for now. He's pushing to play, so doesn't look like uh, he got a serious injury. But um, hey, man, I'm just wondering. We all know, you know, the quote unquote definition of insanity, right? Yeah. I mean, it's not the actual definition. Of, there's no it, medical definition for insanity. Yeah. But regardless, uh, you know, doing the same thing over and over and, and expecting different results. At some point, when are we going to see something different? I mean, we are stuck in this. This exact same loop, it seems like. I am on a record player just getting rewound and rewound. They're, they keep going the spread offense, uh, an inefficient running game with a spread offense. Russell Wilson lo- locking onto one receiver, one side of the field. Um, and it's, I mean, this is not working. Uh, you know, we still have the same play caller, uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Yep. Oh, sorry. N. He is N, N now. N. He's just you know who. Yeah. I can't even. Really? So we're going to skip the N and just call yeah, him yeah. he who shall not be yeah, named. Yeah, he's you know okay. who. So, so, yes. He who shall not be named is still calling plays. So, uh, what is going to change? I mean, when, I want to I want to actually take you guys all down a quick tangent. No, don't, okay. Don't just don't a quick, quick side tangent. Uh, for those who don't know, I am a huge CU Buffs football fan as well. I'm a season ticket holder. Uh, they have been dealing with similar struggles this year. They were 0-5. But their, quarterback wasn't a, their quarterback wasn't a quarter billion dollars, but go no, on. No, you're right. You're right. But they <laughs> fired their coach going into their bye week. Uh, had a bye week, came out of it. The energy that that team put, they got their first win, go Buffs, got their first win over a 3-2 and two Cal team. Not a great team, but not a terrible team. And it was a completely different team out there. And, and I bring that up to wonder, it was very obvious to me watching the CU play this weekend that they had quit on their former coach, Carl Durrell. Has this Broncos team already quit on Hackett. Have they already made it clear this isn't the guy? They don't believe in him. They're not playing like a team that believes in what this coaching staff is doing. I hate to ride the middle, but you can't be one of the rah rah coaching types. And not to say he's not a player's coach, you can't be the type of personality that he is and not have results. If you're going to act the way that you act and come in on the press conference, you're hired, you're like, well, this guy's a little off. Yeah, I'll play for him, but he's a little off. Hopefully he wins and you don't start winning. It's a sliding scale and fast. Jared, to answer your question, no, absolutely not. I, I do not believe that professional athletes quit. On oh, my God. No, what? No, 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 hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me Urban out. Urban Meyer. Hello. Hear me out here. Okay. Josh Chip McDaniels. Chip Kelly. Please? Hello. Nope. Hey, you got to hear me out. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't okay. know if I want okay. to. Go okay. On. okay. All right. They do not quit playing hard because of a because of a, a coach that they don't like right it is their paycheck this is a different situation than college this is their is not. paycheck and it, and it matters to them to put on good tape on the field now 
you can quit without losing the locker room. That is a different story. And maybe that's a better... When you get people, yeah. what, what ends up happening, in my opinion, is you don't see a professional team completely just quit on their coach for the season. That is not in their best interest. But what you do see is you see people, instead of doing the things for each other, playing for each other, they start playing for themselves. And honestly start pointing at each other, and, right? Right. They start pointing at each other. They you, you start pointing the finger, hey, the reason my numbers, my tape isn't looking good is because so-and-so is not doing their job, right? A la and, and you, KJ Hamler, uh, Jerry Judy. These right, exactly. Starting to get yeah, vocal. You're starting to see, I mean, you're starting to see some of that frustration boil over. Uh, but no, so see, do you see? I was yes, explaining I think to that is, there. I do. I think that's a better way of saying it. That I, I, not necessarily quitting on him, but I think you can lose ha, the locker room. Ha, okay, so let's ask that directly. Has he lost this locker room? Mm, I don't know. Without being in there, you can't tell. I would say no. I, think I would say not yet. I, I think it's pretty obvious to me what I'm seeing on the field that this is not a unified locker room by any means. Whether that's Russell Wilson and his his demeanor and, and the way he is, his cheesiness, his phoniness, or that's Nathaniel Hackett not cutting it as a head coach and this team realizing that this is not a, a, a this is a sinking ship right now and I think that this is something that is being realized week over week within let, this let me ask you this who loses the trust first Nathaniel Hackett or Russell Wilson I, I think in this players? I think in this situation it's Russ you think so? You see, See, to me, go the Russ other has the Super Bowl championship. Yep, I don't think that matters anymore. I think. I well, think then none of these players were even like around when he won a championship. Yeah, I mean, none of them were even in the league. They were in high school watching him. That furthers my point. You know? I guess I, I actually I tend to think that it's Nathaniel Hackett that they will lose. Well, the over thing first. the thing is the reality of the situation is that they may be losing, like they may be losing belief in Russ more or, or more quickly, but he but. Hackett's not making a quarter billion dollars, most of which is guaranteed. Yeah. So they're going to have to go the least expensive route. That's just how yes. it works. So let me ask you guys this then. Can either or both of them regain the trust of yeah. the teammates? Win the games. Let's score do you, points Do you actually believe games. that can happen? Do you believe that can happen with either guy, with, with Hackett or with Russell Wilson? I do, but uh, I actually... I really think it's time for a change. I mean, I really think Whoa. I think that Nathaniel Hackett is already a week too late, possibly on, you know, I mean, I, hey, I hate to say this, right? You had to win the Colts. What, 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 um, what's our coordinator's name? I'm, I'm, I'm skipping on Ali, uh, Oliva, Oliva? The, uh, the defensive coordinator, no, the offense. I know it's Evero, but the guy, the guy who's not doing anything, but yeah. it's like, who knows what he does, right? Anyways, I wonder if it's time to either hand over play like publicly hand over play calling duties to somebody else yeah. right that that or, would gain him i think a little bit of trust or back from his even team. though he probably doesn't deserve it you know have someone else fall on the sword uh, you know fire your offensive coordinator get somebody else in here and give the play calling up. that would be the that would be the path of least resistance is just to give up play calling duties and say hey this isn't working we're gonna right, try you gotta this. do something you got to do yeah. something in my opinion um to to your point, Jared, to not lose the locker room, to try to regain that trust, to, to try to get to somewhere that is competent. Guys, we're not even talking... We don't need an offense that is scoring three touchdowns a game. We no, don't we, need it. No, we do. But we don't need it right now. Not the no, way the defense, the defense is playing. Is, is top, look at, you know what? I, I called them out last uh, couple of weeks ago saying, I don't know that this will be a, end up being a top 10 defense. They keep getting better and better the uh, way that they're hey, playing. You know? Hey, you know, uh, I... This defense is looking great. It's looking fantastic. We don't even need that. We well, do so not what need we, 30 well, points so a game. Just, so for in, in the overtime drive, the Broncos went the exact same. They went run, run, pass, punt on both their, their drive. It's just predictable. It's tough. We don't need to harp on it. We continue to dwell each week. It's miserable. I actually have a highlight 
Oh, of the game if you would like a highlight. Hey, now. I'm Pete. Go ahead, Connor. Well, I just hope it's not yours. Not stealing my stat of the week here. Oh, let's get no, him a stat not. of the week first, this so he doesn't steal it. <laughs> stat of the week. Stat of the week. Stat of the week. Do have a highlight that I found in the rubble of a disaster dumpster fire that is the Broncos, and uh, no, I don't come prepared with multiple stats of the week. So in case Nick was going to be scandalous and take it from me, we're going to come in right here. Alex Singleton. No, that wasn't it. All right. But that's a good one. Alex Singleton, linebacker. Wait, there were the multiple highlights in that game? Well, uh, yeah, no. you'll see. <laughs> Alex Singleton had 19 solo tackles in the loss against the Chargers. That ranks second all time in most solo tackles in a game. Uh, granted, tackles were not kept as a stat until 1994. What? Uh, yeah, correct. Huh. But that's still quite a long time. That's a lot of football. And in any single game, he is the second most solo tackles in a game. So there you go. Alex Singleton. Round of applause. Ra- round of applause, Woo! baby. <laughs> yeah, so mine actually doesn't pertain to the Broncos. I think the oh. highlight, maybe <laughs> <laughs> maybe the story, maybe, maybe, I don't, there's so many adjectives to describe it. Maybe the heroism that was displayed by the Chargers kicker oh Connor, you and i had a good yeah. laugh about this <laughs> oh we were we were laughing dustin hopkins gets a sprain he looks like he's in agony after his first kick he's in agony connor and i were actually watching the game together so we were laughing about it and what we noticed <laughs> each field goal was more and more pain so what I, ha- I don't know i'm calling a little bit of milking it here. so what I'm happens he's milking it really right right, right. so so the first field goal it's just like an extreme wince you know like the ah, he's kind of he's grabbing his leg oh right? yeah he's grabbing it it, right the second field goal down on his knees in pain don't high five this man don't even look at this man and then as we progressed to the final kick which was what a 40 yarder it was like a they were a, all pretty close it was right like, around like 40 yeah. yards as he kicks the game winner, Connor and I look at each other because Dustin Hopkins is on the flat of his back, <laughs> unable to literally move. Yeah, it, it, it progressed, or I guess regressed, yeah. uh, rather, <laughs> yeah. from, from a wince oh. to pulling up lame and to yet, where he was on one knee to where he was flat on his back. Yeah, l- his literally, him and I, Connor and I look at each other. We started dying laughing because they're showing Hopkins, and he's just on the flat of his back, like, <laughs> full spread. Like, this man had just gotten at, back from war. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we're yet, like, that, that's the most the brave. The Chargers had more faith so in him to go out and kick field goals than the Broncos did in sending Brandon McManus. Correct. Out. So what would have been, like, a 57 Correct, yard, right? yeah. And, and again, remind... Remind the, the game game week one against the Seahawks. What was it like 64, 65 yards? It was 62 or something. something like that. See, 64. Yeah, 64. Yeah, 64. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And it's now, just the, it's just it's just the thought process is wild. And there and I don't want to keep I don't want to go. So brave. Thank you yeah. for that. Very brave. brave. Story. <laughs> very brave. Very <laughs> okay. brave. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we may have a movie on our hands. Well, here, and then just know. to say and then and then what's great is is he, you know, he hops right up, everyone's lifting him up, and he's just running around and, and goes, just walks up. You know, almost no limp to the uh, to the reporter. Yeah. You know, and then he gets on TV and he gives his little piece. I, I, See, I, we were at a loud place; we didn't hear what he said. But then he turns around and starts walking with an exaggeration. Well, and, and <laughs> the thing that was the best for me, and I don't know if you guys caught this, where uh, during the overtime they kept, you know panning over to him on the sideline and he kept acting like he was going to go up and do like a, a practice kick and ah, you know and then he, he'd kind of grab uh, yeah, at the hand well then we saw the punter bit. I don't I don't know the punter's name it was like 
Who? Uh, oh, the, their punter? the Chargers yeah. punter. And he goes up and, and you saw him. They're like, you know, he may he may have to kick. And he we like watched his run up. It was like a full eight step sprint to Can kick. We talk about We're like, that? this man is not kicking. Can we actually field. talk about that? <laughs> what does a punter do all of practice? Isn't that so weird? Can he not spend an hour, half hour a day? You you spend three hours punting. Give me one half hour. Just practicing. You know, the weird, I, I find it odd. I, I was thinking about this the other day. I find it very odd that we have not seen, at least to my knowledge, or at least it's maybe if it's happened, it is not like a commonplace thing or hasn't like been successful. Uh, like, right. I, I am so surprised that we don't see dual kicker punters. So some in the college game, uh, but you get a lot more in, in college football. You get more like that rugby style kicking. It's a very different style of kicking. Yeah, it. but like, but come, come on, on right? think, how, think how much money, think how much money you Justin Tucker is leaving on the table by not being yes. an awesome punter. And, and not just the money on the table, but from a team perspective, why would you ever, if you could get away with one kicker yeah. on your team, why would you not want to give that roster spot to an extra special right. teams player or an extra and offensive lineman? let's be honest, these guys that are these professional whatever. punters... Aren't that good? Half the time they're they're. Oh, I don't know. The punters have been pretty good this year. Yeah, I don't know, man. They're, I've they're seen. High. I I, I, Wakeman, I feel baby. like you, yes. Wakeman is our been MVP. Very good. Let's go. Is he mm-hmm. the best player on the Broncos other than Patrick Sertan? Oh, God, I can't. Well, even, you got Justin Simmons even, too, but you can't yeah. even do this. Simmons. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want. I don't want to do this. Can I, can okay. I, before we move on from the Broncos, can I ask one more? Can I just yep, bring up yep, one yep, other yep. thing? Uh, so, I will admit, I was a bit confused. I had to look up the rule again at the end of the game when. They the Chargers guy blocked our guy in to Washington. No, that's not. A, that's, no, 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 that's, no, no, no. So no, hear me out. So yes, I looked it up, and obviously that is perfectly legal. All right, it is okay. So I have. So I have two questions then. Right, a. I'm just a fan. I don't play special teams for the Denver Broncos. What in the world are these special teams players for the Denver Broncos doing? Not knowing that rule, you should absolutely as a blocker. When you see that fair catch, there has to be some communication well, going he on. He saw the fair catch. He he, he had did. Okay. He, so, so if he saw I would it, like, but then it, he needs to stop no, blocking. It's actually on the it's on the returner because oh, you no no it's it's this is something I remember from little league football. Peter Peter Peter, you call it out when the when it's a short punt, and that tells your guys that are blocking get the hell away from this because it's a short kick, and I may be coming up on you or this ball right, maybe taking. But a how about. do we know that he didn't? And maybe call he that. did. I have not heard one way or the other, but that is on the returner to make. Make that call. He's supposed to be yelling, hollering, because, whatever that call is, so that all of his beca- blockers know. Because if you are not blocking, then you cannot be pushed into your uh, receiver. Got you. So okay, it's only when you are engaged. It is only when you are engaged in blocking can you be blocked into your kick returner you on wanna, a catch. If he was just standing there, all he had to do, he didn't even have to move. If he just would have stood up and put his hands out, then that guy could not have shoved him into our kick returner. Yeah, it was just like uh, a cherry on top. So I don't know. I guess I guess that's A, is how are we not at a point where these professional football players are not understanding these rules, understanding the communication, whatever it may be that has to happen to make sure that... I mean, I just don't get that, right? That is another one of those just finding hey, Connor, a way to lose, Connor, right? It's called coaching. Right. You have you to... So yeah, un- no, and that's on Hackett, and that's on his, his staff. Uh, B, as a secondary point here... What a stupid rule is that in the NFL? No, right? I disagree. How, why, why would you make it to where you can... If somebody fair catches it, 
I don't care what the circumstance is. There should be no situation where somebody could just run it. And, and granted, it shouldn't I be mean, a penalty. I mean, are you arguing for the safety of the player? You shouldn't allow that because I'm sorry. If I'm a blocker and I'm getting yeah. completely manhandled backwards into the yeah. guy, that's my problem. It, add, it adds an element of, in my opinion, a little bit of technique and like, strategy i guess you could yeah. say so. i just i just feel like, like the I, safety of the player i could get that because now we're, we're talking the contact the hits he's he's not looking you know he doesn't realize the hits coming i i, I don't know i just feel like uh just from a just from an enjoyment of watching a football game perspective like when a defense makes the the necessary stops in overtime to get the offense no you know to get the offense off the field they have to punt the ball your punter calls a fair catch right he should have every no opportunity to catch the ball. He did have every why, opportunity to catch the ball. Why would um? Why would you want to see a team lose? Because on it creates. It, I it want cre- to see because it created excitement, and you just don't like yeah. the rule because it happened to the Broncos. I want to see possible. the guy blocking actually hold the block and not lose four yards. Or how about get out of the way? Yeah. How about how about he literally went and like cut in front of him? I, in my opinion, yeah. I don't have any evidence that supports this. He definitely saw him based on the entryway that he went in. He saw it. And, and literally went right in front of him. Well, That's I, you not knowing the rule. Sorry, and, man. And I will say this too. Okay, I, can't believe you ended the segment. Who, on who this. knows who's uh, who knows who who didn't communicate right or whatever. Right? I mean, we're not privy to what was said or whatever. But um, I will say too. Me and, and Nick and I noticed this as well. Uh, it looked like Washington was like playing an NBA basketball game and flopping. Like it looked like he he like yeah. saw that the guy was coming into him and he got touched by him and so he like flew yeah, he backwards. He made like no attempt to actually catch the ball. Right, right, right. And and that was another guy yeah. we were with was watching and goes, "Well, it's not like he like mowed him over. Like he should still be like trying to uh, catch it and instead he is falling backwards or it's or react and know it's going to hit this guy and then go find the ball wherever it ends so, up." So that makes me feel like our our kick yeah. returner, our punt returner also did yeah. not know the rule, right? Yeah. So this is so. bad overall, yeah. all right? But All right, all right, all right. We're Sorry, moving I had on. to get that yeah, out. We're I had moving to get on. That out. I I do just want to touch one other thing real quick before you totally move off of the Broncos. Uh they play against the Jets this next week, which going into the season we all thought was like the lock of of the season, right? To call that one win uh broncos opening line they are at home minus two are you betting on the jets yes i'm in on it right i mean what confidence do we have in the broncos yes you're at home yes it is still the jets and no they have not totally proven themselves but zach wilson's gonna uh throw two picks okay perfect so with that said i think what i'm gonna do in like regards to the you know you you always think that games are about your betting i'm purposely going to bet on the jets hoping right that i lose win my money. win mm-hmm. it's a so win-win yes, scenario correct. then right either i win money or the broncos yeah. finally win. All right, i'll call my score real quick it's going to be 10 to 17 10 to 17 Ooh, wow broncos uh 10 points yeah oh wait that's big. that's under their average the, yeah, yeah that's yeah, good they're yeah, going to show out big time okay they're gonna show up uh i i'm gonna uh I, i'm i'm gonna take the jets i'm literally taking the jets and you know what it's gonna be 17 to 16, because the Broncos <laughs> just don't know how to oh, score anything it. but 16 points. I'm taking the Jets, 17-16. I'm going to go Broncos, 13-3. to three. Ooh. So we are all at or under average. So the offense, not any yeah, better. No, no. I think we Although all... you are a trader today, Jared. You're using your uh, jet color green microphone cover. I am, but I always uh-huh. use this. I know. But this is my... But uh, this week, it's, it's a traitorous. Well, uh-huh. maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Maybe it's some... Uh, some reverse psychology. I think that's what I'm going with. We're picking right. the jets. We're using the green microphone. I even have a green water bottle in my hand. Oh, I am sheesh. I am green. Uh, go green. Let's uh, see if they. we can't wake up these Broncos. Awake the sleeping giant. Yeah, All sure. right. Uh, moving on to our 
best bets of the week. I just have to put this out there for the audience just because usually Thigh Fantasy is doing real good for me, but my boy Russ, he let me down. He let me yeah, down. that's tough. I took under, I think it was 69 and a half yards for uh, Mike Williams. Everyone out there, you want a good prop every week to put out there on Thrive Fantasy. Go find whoever the number one receiver is against the Broncos because Patrick Sertan will shut that guy down, bet on the under on his yards. That was a lock. Mike Williams had like one catch, two catches, not even close to his yardage. Russell Wilson over under was 19 and a half completions. He was 10 for 10 <laughs> in the first quarter. I'm, uh, I'm thinking to myself, this is easy money. Uh, money in the bank. He proceeds to go, I think, 5 for 18 for 15 yards. The worst part about that game, and I know I'm going back, the worst part about that game is they had since Thursday to plan for the game. I know, Go on. I know. So anyways, lost that one, but still had a good weekend on Thrive Fantasy, getting into those daily contests. A lot of fun on Sundays. I highly recommend you give it a shot. Get in there. It's just like you would do on uh, DraftKings or FanDuel. You just use player props. Instead of just betting on a guy like it's fantasy, you're betting on his props. Maybe it's the completions. Maybe it's the yardage. Maybe it's touchdowns. If you've been following us all year, we've been picking our best bets every week. So far on the season, uh, well, let's let, let, let's recap this last week, okay? So I took uh, last week Matt Ryan. Took him on the over a half interception. 58 attempts. 58 passing attempts for Matt Ryan. No interceptions, though. No interceptions. So I lose. I go 4-2 four to, to four and two on the season. You guys both took what I thought, in hindsight, was probably one of the best bets out there on Thrive Fantasy this weekend. Uh, uh, Zeke Elliott, one and a half total touchdowns, rushing and receiving. He did get one. He got that rushing touchdown, but he did hit the under. Both of you guys took the under on that. So you guys both hit. Connor, that puts you in the lead in the wow. season. You are now 4-1 and one on the season. Wow. Soaps, you're at 3-2. and two. I'm back. We're all real close there. This week, I am going to kind of factor in some of the injuries. One of the, one of the big injuries this last weekend, Marquise Hollywood-Brown for the Arizona Cardinals goes down. He is not expected to play. He's expected to have an extended down and out injury. Okay. So I am going to take Rondale Moore. He's the guy that kind of fits the mold of that style of receiver for the Cardinals. His reception total right now, two and a half. I'm taking over two and a half receptions. Just needs to get to three. I absolutely believe Rondale hits Rondale Moore hits that. Connor, what you got this week? All right. I'm gonna go with some of my excitement here. This is a heart pick. Okay. Oh, that didn't work for you when you went with Baker. I know, but this is a pick of the heart, not of the head. We are going to go Nikola Jokic over 21. Oh, 21.5. I didn't know we were doing NBA props. I didn't either. He's just changing the oh, rules. Geez, I like all right, it. I'm switching. I like it. I'm it's switching. Drive fantasy, that's right? right. That's it's there. fun. I'm and, switching. And that's a great point that Connor brings up. It's not just exclusive to football. Oh, you my get God, in on any this. of the major sports. Mm. And wow. now that hockey mm. and basketball are picking up, got to get it on there them, go. too. Uh, I'm going to go Nikola Jokic with my heart. 21.5 total rebounds plus assists. I'm going to take the over. Even though I think that my head's telling me that's not a great number, I'm going to go with it, all right? He's going to come storming game one. He's going to get a ton of rebounds, a ton of assists. I like the over 21.5 total rebounds plus assists on Wednesday night against you. And now Nick's doing the thing you should never do as a batter, and he's scrambling. I'm actually switching back. Okay, I'm switching back. I'm sticking, back. He's, I'm sticking, sticking back. Stick it. Possibly, possibly bust potential. Trevor Lawrence? Ooh. Is Trevor Lawrence bust? Hard to say, but I do and am picking Trevor Lawrence over a half interception. Okay. 
against the Giants. Against the Giants. The five okay. and one Giants. The Giants. Oh, no, are they? Yeah. Five, uh, they're up there. I know the Jets and the Giants are both looking very good, which is something that I don't think we've said many times in our lifetime. And hey, the Giants. Yeah, five and one. There is an example of an offensive head coach uh, calling plays for one of the best offenses in the league last year, the Bills, who comes gets to be a first-time head coach, Brian Gable is who I'm talking about, and relinquishes play calling duties day one. Look how it's working out for them, right? I He's did. Um, I'm being a head coach. Take some notice. He who shall not be named. Hackett. Yeah, you know who. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when uh, Timothy Richard uh, was, I meant to bring this up earlier, but I just saw it on my tab. Uh, points four, 309 on the season. They're ranked 25th yeah, out of 32. You, you, the Tim Tebow 2011 oh, okay. Broncos yes, offense. You. Excuse me. Thank you, Connor. 19.3 points per game. Ooh. Ah, so we are under the Tebow line. It's like in baseball. Yeah, the Mendoza yeah. line. <laughs> the Mendoza line. Yeah. When he literally could not throw. Oh yeah, my God. that's how we should. Honestly, that's great. This is genius. You heard nice. it here first, folks. That's how we should judge the poor offenses from the absolutely abysmal offenses. Yep. If you are under the Tebow the, line, the Tebow line, then you are abysmal, right? It's oh. like batting under 200. All right. Well, if you want to get in on any right. of these props, betting lines, any of our best bets or any other bets, NFL, NBA, NHL or MLB related, also got some baseball playoffs going on, guys. We got will get to MMA that going on. If you guys want to get in on that, you have to do it through Thrive. It's the best place to find it. They give you the best payouts for the parlays. One of the only places that allows you to do the daily fantasy contests with player props. When you sign up, make sure you use our promo code RED. That's R-E-D. They will match up to $100 when you deposit. Easy money in your bank. It really is. R-E-D. Sign up, guys, with Thrive Fantasy today online, thrivefantasy.com, or download the app. Now, Soaps, I didn't give you any heads up on this, but uh, do you have the Around the World of Sports oh. que- queued up? I got it. Oh, my man. This oh, yeah. is why we love Soaps. He's, he's always prepared. Let's go. Let's take a trip around the world of sports. We are going to stick with some football to start here. Sir Tom Brady. Thomas. He's had a little bit of a rough go the last uh, six months or so. You know, retired, came out of retirement, rumors of discord within his relationship, leading to now a divorce coming. Allegedly. On the field, also not looking great. Now, statistically, he's still Tom Brady, but, you know, people wrote Tom off years ago when he left the Patriots. A lot of people are starting to write him off again. Are you guys ready to call Tom Brady washed? Is he washed up? Is he ready to go? I don't, know, but I don't know if I'd use the word washed, but yeah, yeah. What, what is he now? Like 45? 45. 45? Okay, yes. I mean, hey, age catches up to... Well, what, what do they say? Uh, don't say time it. Time is undefeated. <laughs> Cliche. Right? Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, who is, who is closer to retirement? Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Oh. Tom Brady. I don't know. I think they're both. I, I mean, Tom Brady on the year, uh, 67% completion percentage. The yards is kind of, I don't really like yards just because it's not a really comparable sure. stat. Eight tutties, one interception. That's good. Damn, that's good. Yeah, Dude. and I, I could see now if he's getting a divorce that I could just see him like now just being like, okay, now I can just play football. Until he completely shrivels you know? away. He looks like he's lost about 50 pounds. He it's does. It's not yeah. good. It's not mm-hmm. good. <laughs> All right. Uh, stick with football. If you had to bet on the Super Bowl, here's the options I'm going to give you, okay? The top two teams, uh, uh, most people would argue... Let me guess. uh, The Eagles and the Bills. Eagles and the Bills. Okay, that's your one option. Or the field. Who are you taking to win the Super Bowl? Uh, I will take the field. Okay. Is there a team you would throw in there that would even out 
No, the slate. Um, the uh, yes, the Chiefs. So if you uh-huh. put the Chiefs in there, that trio, would you take them over the field or are you still go on the field? Yes, I would definitely take the field yep. simply because this time last year, I don't, I'm going to be a little wrong. I think the Cardinals were, had some ridiculous regular record yeah, they and, and they were unbelievable and, and everyone was hyping them up. Eagles are unproven. I definitely think, I said a couple weeks ago, I don't know if Bill, uh, the, um, Josh Allen can take the Bills all the way. It's like a one-man show. Certainly, it, it seems like he's proving me wrong, but I don't really know if the Eagles are, are necessarily there yet. They did have a gritty win against the Cowboys, but a little no, too early throw to... Throw some respect on that Bills defense over there. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Come on now. And it, the one positive thing about the Broncos absolutely sucking is you don't like have any feel bad about rooting for other AFC teams. Typically, you know, that's kind of your your rivals, your you know enemies there, but I love the Bills. The Bills are such a fun team to watch. Josh Allen, this team, that hurdle was a lot sick. of fun. A lot of fun and, to watch. And can I just say... I I would love to see Von Miller get another ring. You would? Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think he's, I would dislike it. But. He's looking beast mode this year, man. I think he's got man. like five or six sacks already. It's like when you put a guy in a position to succeed, he does it's well. Amazing, it's amazing. Right? so weird. Especially a Hall of Fame player. It's interesting. Uh, cheating. Lots of cheating going on in sports. Maybe they're fringe sports. I don't know that anyone would really consider these top flight sports, but uh, three different ones I got here. This first one, Connor, I think is right up your alley here, okay? Uh, in... Uh, professional chess. I don't. What do they call them? Chess masters or chess something? masters? Well, chess that, masters. that's based on your score, but you're okay, good. you get a rating. They, they were two chess <laughs> masters in a match. There's a, a very. I, I'm not going to say the names because, dear lord, I will butcher them. Uh, there was a, a veteran chess master going up against a young up and comer. The veteran ends up walking away, leaves the match because he is convinced that this guy was cheating. Okay, oh. and uh, investigation ensued after that, and it is been not necessarily proven but highly likely that he was cheating the suspicion is that he was using a vibrating device that somebody was keying into him on the moves to make where would he put a vibrating device one would think connor on his person where would you put a vibrating device if I'd, you were trying I'd to go hide the, it uh, I'd go the Altuve route and put it right on my chest. <laughs> yeah. 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 Nope. He went rectum. He went ah, straight. They're saying, they're saying rectum? Yeah. He had Whoa. a, a uh, this Yikes. is the belief that he has had a <laughs> <Wow>. vibrating device <laughs> inserted Ch- inside of him. Chess and pleasure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think Whoa. I would play a little bit better chess, right? Hey, you yeah. know? <laughs> keep, keep things exciting. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, interesting, right? Uh, I'm, I'm actually trying to figure out like, well, how could they tell you what to do with something vibrating i'm still like i'm a little bit baffled uh, no, i mean he must uh must uh engage in that type of play yeah, at times so it's hard know. to say really and and has this has this procedure been practiced like how much practice went into uh-huh. the rectum chess duality yeah. duality yeah. <laughs> yes there had to be some preparation so he has now claimed this this young up and Maybe coming chess master H. has claimed he will take this guy on again and he will do a strip search just like he's going cavity to the prison, search. cavity search before he plays against him because he believes he can beat him without said vibrating device. Mm. Okay, mm. moving on oh, wow. to fishing. I don't know if that's right. more or less of a sport. Uh, it's considered uh, a sport. They put it on ESPN. I saw this one. The number one fishing team in America has been caught. This is a definitive. Yeah, they got caught. They were caught. Oh, yeah. Did you see this? They were put, uh-huh. Have you guys seen I this saw one? This. Yeah, yeah. Good. lead weights in their fish. And, and it's crazy to me the reason that they were, like the suspicions got raised because tournament after tournament, most teams donate their fish afterwards, right? You don't need these big giant fish. What do you do? So they donate them. These guys refuse to ever donate their fish. And people are like, well, that's weird. You we guys are winning. Fish. Yeah, you have all the best ones. Yeah, it turns out they were only winning because they were putting lead weights 
in their fish. They did get caught on YouTube cutting the fish and just continuous ball after ball of lead. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You see that? Something's a little fishy here. We all knew it was Bro. going on there. Oh, oh hey, that. come on. That was good. All right. Last one. Uh, the hardest one to find definitive in someone cheating is poker, right? Because amateurs... Our buddy that, had five aces once. <laughs> well, that's usually pretty <laughs> obvious. That's usually yeah, we're playing like a $10 but, game. But people true. make bad moves all the time in poker just because they're idiots or they have a hunch or whatever. Similar situation, a notorious uh, successful professional lost a big hand, $269,000 specifically, to an Instagram model and lost it. Lost it. Experts around the field, many knowledgeable people accused her of cheating there has been actually no proof nobody can prove at all then she proceeds to give back the two hundred and sixty nine thousand dollars, essentially admitting that she's cheating right i mean you don't give it back unless so the reason maybe the re- she's a for just for some context uh the alleged cheater had an unorthodox all-in call with the jack of clubs and the four of hearts that led to an improbable win. So I don't know about you guys. I've definitely gone all in with a jack of clubs. So hard to say. Hard I'm a horrible say. poker player. Hard to so. say. I think she was there more uh, for eye candy than she was actually supposed to win <laughs> that hand. So maybe that was the problem. The fix was in and she beat the fix. Maybe, fellow, that's, quote, maybe that's what it is. Quote, fellow pros have said loose strategy in the hand was inexplicable unless she knew Aldestein, a.k.a. the receiving end of the cheating was known cards. If uh, the cheater knew the cheaties cards, maybe she also had a plug. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that could be it too. Uh, a vibrating rectum too. plug. <laughs> yeah. Well, and a plug giving the information to the plug. Plug on plug. Okay. All right. All right. Moving off of cheating to baseball because nobody ever cheats in baseball, right? That's, nope. that's never happened. Alleged ever. cheating. Allegedly. Uh, Dodgers losing the NLCS. Yikes. I, or uh, excuse me, NLDS. I'm looking right now because the Yankees game got pushed and I'm curious to see, did they end up winning? They did. So the Yankees did advance on. At, at the time I made these notes, it was not looking good for the Yankees. It was looking like they were going to fall too. So my question to you guys is, people struggle to stay with baseball. People like myself, casual fans, once you get into the playoffs because you got football and everyone's kind of moved on. You got basketball starting. You got hockey starting. Is it good or bad for baseball when the Dodgers, the clear best team in the Major League Baseball in the regular season, lose in the NLDS. Um, you're never going to get me to say anything different than it is fantastic. It is awesome. Yep. Love to see it. Get them out of here, Jared. Yep. I am not, I will I will die on that hill. And as much as I dislike mm-hmm. regular season baseball, I actually quite enjoy playoff baseball. The Rockies are just never in it. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So Honestly, as a casual fan, I'm more interested when teams like the Dodgers and the Yankees are out of it. I'd yes. rather see so I'd rather see that that Marlins team, you know, that goes on a crazy run or the Rockies from whatever that October year. Phillies are right? in it this year. Phillies, so that's what so that's where we're at right now. Right? So we got uh, we got Phillies Padres. We got Yankees Astros. What do you guys what what do you guys like in here? Who do you like? Am I You just gave me a look like I'm crazy. Yeah, I uh you know what? I'm going to take the uh, new look Padres. They uh, seem to have figured it out and and uh playing well at the right time. Yeah, I like the Padres too. Uh Connor stole my thunder, but big payroll, that's a team. 
Again, it's just loaded, and they're coming on at the right time. Closer seems to have picked it up, too. So. And, and I'm sorry, did you say the Astros and the Yankees? Is that what you said? Yeah, that's what my phone is telling me is the game tomorrow is the Yankees and the Astros. Oh, yeah, so it got pushed. You're saying that game got pushed. No, no, no. So, it, so, yes. uh, so they won today. Over the Guardians. Over the Guardians. Yeah, sorry. That game was okay. supposed to go yesterday. It gotcha. got pushed to today. Gotcha. Okay. Tomorrow. Hey, I'm on moves. your page now. I'm yeah, sorry. That, okay. That's the ALCS is now the Yankees and the Astros. Yeah, How- I, I do think the Astros are going to win it all, though. Okay. I do. Okay. So uh-huh. how far removed are the Astros from this cheating season? Was that last year or was that two years ago? Uh, it was like three. three was that that long three. ago? Yeah. It was like right before. COVID really COVID, messed with my perception. Because COVID time. happened and that was supposed to be the season where they got booed throughout yeah, the entire year. And then they, they yeah. got to go an entire season of not yep. getting booed. Yep. Oh, La- last oh, year was yeah. uh, the what? The Braves. And then there was the Do- no, Dodgers and the Braves. No, no. It was the Braves and then the Dodgers. Braves, then the Dodgers and then the Astros. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and assume that the Astros are the betting favorites. So I'm going to take the Astros. And uh, no plugs, hopefully. No, no plugs. plugs. Uh-huh. No plugs. And no trash cans. Might either. be a little trickier in baseball to get a plug going. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. What well, is it though? Well, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Okay. But honestly, you want to talk about stealing signals. That That is an effective way yeah. to steal signals. You know, you just, you vibrate when it's a, oh, a change. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, see, they had it, and uh, the the rumor was he had it on his shirt. Right? Ah, see, um, but he wouldn't have gotten caught had he gone perhaps, rectum. Perhaps, yep. Yeah. <laughs> May this be a lesson to all cheaters. That's right. Always use the rectum. That's right. Always mm-hmm. the rectum, unless you're going <laughs> into prison because they do check. Okay, they do Yikes. check. Yikes! All right, all right. We gotta move on from that. Yeah, we we took a here, real wild trip around the world of sports there uh, and in I, I don't I don't know if we really even touched on any sport there it was just all all around sports really is oh what we God. talked about yep. mm-hmm. all right let's finish up the show talking some nuggets they kick off tomorrow let's go tomorrow regular season starts is that right that is correct is Wednesday. that right it, we need to get a little more energy for that hey. if that's where we're at man hey. all right and who doesn't like this quote from uh Nikola Jokic today when asked on his excitement to play with Jamal Murray again I love to play with him, of course. I know he's going to be really bad for the next 20 games, but we're going to survive. That's what he said. That's what he said. I love that. That's gotta love the guy, dude. He's got a he's got a future in comedy after he's on, uh, after he's done he with basketball. He'd be a good broadcaster, I guess. Well, if, I mean, maybe in Serbia. He'd be a, he'd maybe be a great America Serbian too. broadcaster. Maybe in America too. So Connor, I know you're a sick sick individual that watches every second of the preseason. <laughs> love to know what takeaways that you can enlighten those of us that did not tune into the preseason games. What takeaways? What did you take away from what you saw this preseason that may be something we see carry over into the regular season? Uh, you know, I think one of the big takeaways that I had is a much more of a minor piece than than is talked about all the time, but Ish Smith Ish Smith was arguably the best player of the preseason and uh, looked really good. He is kind of this forgotten piece that came back from the Wizards in that trade that sent Will Barton and Monte Morris away. They got KCP, and everyone kind of just threw away Ish Smith, right? It's just what, like 11th team, 12th team, Nick? Something like that. Yeah, I think it's like 12th, but could be wrong. Yeah, so uh, almost like uh, Dick Cannon's kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Okay, so so he's kind of this uh, this piece that's kind of forgotten about. But he looked really good. He, he looked really good in the preseason. He's quick, man. He's quick. He's got a little bit of a shot. Uh, he seems to be, from all accounts, a really good leader, like a really good clubhouse guy. Really good. He's just been around. He you know, has a lot of respect from everybody in that locker room. Uh, and I think he's willing to take his role. But I think one of my takeaways is I think we might see some Is Smith in the rotation. Uh, not necessarily initially, right? But I just wasn't even thinking. I think I am not alone in Nuggets Nation in that... 
we just weren't thinking of is is Smith, right? But after this preseason, I think he could definitely and will contribute at some point during this year. Uh, You got, you know, Jamal Murray, who's probably going to be sitting on back-to-back days. So that creates an opportunity right there, even without additional injuries. So is Smith was one of my big takeaways. Another big takeaway I had was it really seems like MPJ might be ready to take that step in his player evolution and play the, uh, you know, the quote unquote Jokic ball, right? It seems like in, in years past, of course, he's a really talented shooter. And of course, he has defensive deficiencies, right? I mean, that's everyone knows that. But one thing that we had seen in the past was it just didn't seem like the fit was there. You know what I mean? He seemed like he was forcing a little bit too much in terms of his shots getting. Now, granted, he's such a good shooter that his forced shots, especially a couple years ago, ended up going in more often than not, right? But this year, it did seem like in the preseason, there was a little bit of chemistry going on between MPJ, maybe a little bit more willingness to pass and trust in the system that he's going to get rid of the ball, he's going to move, and he's going to get the ball back, right? So uh, that that was another big takeaway. And then um, uh, lastly, I would just say that our rookies uh, kind of surprised me a little bit. We got Watson, and uh, it is it is Brown, by the way. Brown. It is Brown. Yeah, I've been watching these games, and they were actually making some jokes about it, how it looks like Christian Braun, but it's actually Christian Brown. Okay. Um, so so we, got, I know, we got two I know. Browns, just not spelled the same. Yes, most definitely. And so <laughs> uh, either, either way, both of these rookies looked like they had some upside. They, they really did. And, uh, you know, Pey- Peyton Watson... Um, actually won a half. He won the team half court shooting contest today, so that was cool. So uh, best shooter on the team is what I'm hearing. <laughs> no, but but they looked like they had some upside. At the same time, I think one of my takeaways is that it became clear to me that both of those guys are not ready to contribute right now, and and they're not going to be part of the rotation. So I think those are my three big takeaways. I'm just. I'm excited, man. I am ah. stoked to get this season going. Uh, Jamal Murray only played for all of like 10 seconds in one game because he had a hamstring issue, uh, which apparently is out of the way. He's expected to play. He was a full participant in practice to use a football terminology. Uh, but So he's going he's gonna to play, um, albeit in limited minutes. We should not expect 30-minute games from sure. Jamal Murray coming out. Do you or think MPJ. by the end of the season we're expecting that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, by the end of the season, I think you'll see you'll see full on. I mean, that's no the limitations, plan. right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, knock on wood. I mean, right? We gotta yeah. gotta have some good luck in the injury department. But um, going back to uh, MPJ, uh, you you mentioned you felt like he may be ready to take the next step. Would you go so far as to say that he was humbled by his injury riddled season last year? Basically, missed season last year. That that may be what's driving this this willingness to buy in. Uh, you know, I, I'm. I wouldn't say that, no. Okay. But but I mean, hey, that's just speculation. I don't sure. I don't know his inner motivation. Uh, I think it's just another year. If I had to guess, it's just it's just an extra year, right? He's just a little bit older, a little bit wiser, as they say. And I think you know, having the opportunity to step back again and just kind of watch how Jokic was getting guys like you know uh, Facundo Campazzo was was getting five six open looks a game when he was actually playing with him. You know, Austin Rivers you know, scoring like 10 points a game in the playoffs. I, I don't know the number off the top of my head, but getting a bunch of open looks, I think it might've helped him a little bit to just kind of take a See seat, that. look back and actually watch how all these guys who he knows he is a better basketball player than um, get, get these open looks. So I don't know. Hey, it's good. It's a good thing, right? 
Yeah, oh. you, you can't complain about that. So, uh, most important question though: Does he have the sweet detailed haircut? <laughs> I don't know. I think he does. I, yeah. I'm in, over I'm under curious. is minus seven hundred. That he definitely does. Yeah, yeah, right. Like I, I think that's a lock that he's gonna have that. You got to start game one looking fresh, man. You can't. Oh, you yeah, can't come no into doubt. game one with without a fresh haircut. No doubt. Uh, and did you guys see by Did you see by chance uh, Bruce Brown? talk at his interview today he was or actually rather it was yesterday after practice so apparently you know and you know how the media is man they blow up these storylines apparently the reserves once again beat the starters i think i think that's like three times now uh recently so the reserves are looking good but they, they asked bruce brown about about that right and he i can't remember how it exactly came up but he said something along the lines of um well oh you know what they asked him were you guarding jamal in that and he goes no, I was guarding Michael, Michael Porter. And they go, oh, okay. He goes, next time you guys talk to Michael, ask him how many points he scored in the last two days. <laughs> That's what he says. He goes, yeah, seriously, ask him. Ask him. And they go, oh, was there any reason you wanted to guard Michael? Because Michael's a talker, man. Michael's Ooh. a big talker. He goes, I wanted to get him. You guys ask him. You guys ask him how many points he scored. So uh, it was great. It was a little bit. I, I don't think it meant it was meant to be like super mean natured, but he's just such a competitor. This right, guy like is. It. And he wanted Michael Porter Jr. And I think he did did some good work on him. I thought that was fun. That was a fun little little quote. And right? rumor has it that Michael Porter Jr. is trying. He's trying to play defense. Yeah, he's that's, trying. That's the report. Coming that's what out. you do with uh, a max player. You try. Yeah, you try. Yeah, that's what Jokic says. Yeah. yeah, Jokic says that. Well, he's trying. So yeah. that's 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 good. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good stuff. All right, let's uh, as we're wrapping up here, let's talk some futures bets. Uh, we did that last week with some hockey. Uh, kind of curious to think if they, you guys think there's any uh, good bets out here for on any of the Nuggets stuff. Nuggets uh, first one, the big one to win a championship. Nuggets are plus eighteen hundred. Anyone throwing some money in on that one? No, no? I do every year. But, you got uh, it, right? You got to throw a couple. Bucks I do. On it. I uh, I actually throw a futures bet on all of our major sports every single year. Yeah, whether it's even five bucks, twenty bucks, whatever it is, right? I always put a little bit because then at the end of the year when they when they win, I can say I told you so, and I can say I can be like extra happy, right? I just it's just an extra reason to root, you know. I don't know. Okay, call me superstitious. I don't know what you want to call it. I do it every I, year. I actually think plus eighteen hundred. Yeah, it's probably not a good bet, but there's there's some value in that. I I, I think it's uh it's probably worth throwing a, a buck or two on. It. Uh, to win the West, they are tied for fourth in their odds to win the West, and that is plus eight fifty. You guys see any value there at all for the Nuggets? There is that too 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 mm. tall, too steep of a eight to one. Hey man, call me. I'm a homer, but I like it. Okay. I like the eight to one. All right, all right, Nick. I think I got yeah. one that you might like. I think you might like this one. Okay, Northwest Division Nuggets are minus one forty. They are the best odds to win it. This actually gets pretty crazy in the Northwest Division. Next uh, is Minnesota, plus 140. Portland, plus 800. You guys want to know what the Jazz and OKC are? 1,700. Oh, like 3,500. No, it's 20,000. 20,000. No, I think... Um, I, I don't know if I would take that. You know I think when you make these... Did I, I add a zero? Then let me look again. No, no. I mean, OKC is going to be better than I think people think this year. No, I mean, I they're not going to so. be good at all, but but... Don't get me wrong; they're not making the playoffs by any stretch. No, I definitely, I no, definitely think they're no, going to actually. Do- okay, she's twenty five thousand plus twenty five thousand. Yeah, no, I think, think Minnesota is going to be pretty good. I, I definitely think the Nuggets are obviously, you know, again, obviously Vegas has that in. But I think when you make these future bets, unless you're trying to parlay some crazy stuff or whatever, I usually like to let the season settle in, give it ten to fifteen games. Things will shake out. Teams always start hot. A la the Rockies always seem to start off eight and two, eight and three. So. 
I guess so if you want to lock, I guess if you if you're a true Homer fan, you want to lock in your stuff. I don't really. Here's what I'm hearing: is parlay all three of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Division exactly. West Championship. I don't even want to know what the payout is on that, but it's worth it. It's mm. worth it. Just do the best it. team. Do also, it, listeners out there, I hope you understand that I'm the worst better of the three of us here. So <laughs> do not. I don't do know. Not that's a pretty like. Advice. That's a pretty like subjective claim. Like <laughs> who's good at betting? You know what I mean? Tyler Walge. He's pretty good. At it. He's pretty good. Okay, uh, just r- run through a few of them here. Just a few of the other nuggets that that popped up on there. Jokic is fifth in MVP plus nine hundred. Uh, most improved player I thought was kind of interesting. Michael Porter Jr. is tied for seventh at plus twenty five hundred. That would be a good one. I like that one. Um, the one that I thought was a little surprising that I DraftKings doesn't even have is comeback player of the year. Hmm. And uh, to me, Jamal Murray should should be really high up there right in the comeback player of the year missing all of last season i mean if he has a big season you have to think he is one of the top two or three candidates for that right yeah no doubt uh, you know another one that i like for a comeback player of the year is is a Kawhi leonard sure uh, i also think uh uh anthony davis could be okay. in there running for kind of a comeback player of the uh, year type of guy. I think it might be a little trickier for Jamal, to be quite honest with you, because I think they're going to slow play him so much. Yeah, um, I guess that is a good point, right? He's he's not going to be able to maximize his, his minutes on the court. Where, whereas somebody like an Anthony Davis, I think, you know, they're going to, of course, be kind of careful with him. He'll have some planned rest days, all that stuff. But it's not going to be, you know, coming off of his injuries, it's not quite as severe as like missing whatever it's been 400 days or whatever it's been for Jamal. Right. Um, but yeah, interesting. I, I'm not going to say MPJ on that bet because when I did, he got injured again. So. <laughs> right. So I am not going to call it this year. All right. Last one. Mm-hmm. Bones Highland, sixth in sixth man of the year uh, odds. He's at plus 1400. Do we like Bones Highland at that one at all? Yeah, I could see it happen. Throw some money at those money. To use, okay. to use Dwight from the office. I, I could see that happen. <laughs> I'm going yes. to put you guys on the spot now. We're going to make some season long predictions. You guys are going to throw some. I'm going to throw some things at you guys. You guys tell me where you think they fit. Okay. Um, what seed will the Nuggets be entering the playoffs? Fourth. I'm going to go third. Okay, I also have them at third, okay? So Connor is third, Nick's at fourth. All right, who wins the MVP of the regular season? I'm going to go with Joel Embiid. I think the odds are in his favor. He's been the guy that has been on the cusp the last couple years. They're going to give it to him this year. I'm going to go Giannis. I think Giannis is the best player in the NBA, and I think, honestly, the only reason he didn't get it last year was because he's gotten it. I mean, it's now been a couple years, right? So that voter fatigue is off the table. Uh, Joel Embiid is not going to play a full season there. Last year was his chance. He missed it. It's Giannis. I'll go Luca. Yeah, Luca's Ooh, a good bet, too. Luca. I, I think, like Luca. Yeah, the only look thing at Skinny. Gonna, hey, he looks the, skinny. The only thing that's going to keep Luca is, I think, the Dallas Mavericks overall record. I don't think they're going to finish much higher than, like, sixth. Oh, really? I disagree. Ooh. I think they'll be, like, fourth or fifth. I think we'll be hmm. jockeying position with them. But, I, I mean, we're all picking the favorites. I think... In any situation, all three of those are pretty much right, right, even with each other. So, okay. Yep. Speaking of favorites, who will be the favorite, the number one seed in the West? Golden State. You got Golden State. I got the L.A. Clippers. Ooh, L.A. Clippers. I'm going to join Nick and go with Golden 
State Warriors. It's easy. Easy, right? I mean, come on. They're, 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 they're the champs. You got you to go with them there. So, But the, but the Clippers got Mason Plumley, don't they? Oh, <laughs> obviously. Hey, obviously. Not, nothing used to make me squirm, like watching Mason Plumley get a rebound, go behind his back, and then go back behind his back as he led the transition. <laughs> Greg, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then get fouled and go shoot a free throw. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh-huh. Exactly. Uh, Sorry. The, the, the idea that we – didn't we give up a pick in order to get him along with that uh, – uh, Nurkic trade or whatever. I don't know. No, I think we just lost him to a uh, free agency. I think. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, okay. East. Who will be the number one seed in the East? I got Philly. I'm, I'm, I'm going out a little bit on a limb there, but I'm going to go with Philly there. We're going to go Boston. Boston. Oh, you like Boston? Okay. Even with Boston. the uh, Udoka stuff? Yeah. It's pretty... Uh, Ooh, I don't know. What do you think these guys are in the locker room thinking about their ownership situation? I just don't know. I just I don't mean, know. You got you got a brand new coach. You don't really know how he fits into the system or, or how he's going to coach. Anyways, regardless, I have Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee ooh. is by far and away ah, the best team. I think yeah. if Chris Middleton's healthy, they win the championship. So Okay, now we're talking playoffs. Who makes it to the finals? What is our finals matchup this year? Oh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go OKC Milwaukee. OKC okay. or not OKC? Oh my sorry. OKC. Oh, so nope, he said it. He said <laughs> it. It's done. <laughs> sorry, wrong. Golden State. I'm so sorry. Wrong acronym. Yeah. What, versus who did you say? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. So okay. sorry. <laughs> I was just dogging him for being horrible. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Connor? Toronto Raptors, Denver Nuggets. I like Ooh. that. See, I thought I was. You stole my thunder. I Look, thought I was going to come in hot with the Nuggets pick. Okay. They've got a MPJ's picture on Basketball Reference. He's rocking like a little baby beard. You guys see this? Ooh. Like one of those like artist, like French artist. Like beard? he does kind of look like he could be French kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to, I'm going to roll that right into the next one, which is the champions. I am going to make my bets. We're taking them to win the division. We're going to parlay it with them winning the West. <laughs> We're going to parlay with them winning the finals. The Denver nuggets will be your oh. 2023 NBA champions. Let's go. Wrong Ooh. button. Sorry. Oh, we got some extra music. Got We're getting extra music. saucy. Yeah. We're getting saucy. Yeah. We're getting real saucy. Water's uh, kicking in. Yeah, that's good. Uh, hey, I'm going to roll that train. I'm going to roll the hype train, baby. Denver Nuggets, 2023 NBA champions. Nikola Jokic, back to back to back MVP. Whoa. Even though he didn't and just pick that. His first finals <laughs> MVP. Ooh, wow. all right. I know. Soaps, you getting on board? I, I, I didn't, but, it, you know, if, if they make the, the, the finals, which they do in this scenario that I am now playing out, yeah. That's what's happening. Maybe. Actually, you didn't pick him to the final, so you can't take the Nuggets now. You already blew it. Way to go, Soaps. You already lost. I know. I know. So who you got? Golden State or Milwaukee? I Who's like, winning it? Well, I like the Nuggets to get to the Western Conference Finals okay. against, um, I was about to say OKC again, against Golden State. <laughs> uh, I think Golden State plays Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee wins. Ooh, Milwaukee. All right. I right. really like an OKC. I, I like Chris Middleton. I think he's really solid. I think he got injured at a pretty unfortunate time. So, all right. Well, looking forward to that. Make sure to tune in to the Nuggets tomorrow night and uh, just about every other night they'll be playing as well. Uh, it at least gets your mind off of the Broncos and, and oh. gives us something to do other than watching so sad. that. I know. How many of you guys just flipped off of the, the Broncos game to watch the Avalanche last night? Oh, that's where we I tried. We couldn't stream it. Ah, we tried. Fubo. Get Fubo. That's what I hear. Get Fubo, everyone out there. 
I'm going to be if, Fubo if you want to be a uh, sponsor moving <laughs> forward feel free also make sure to check us out on Twitter at Red Rock Sports One if you're interested in any other Woos Media podcast just search in on the player you're listening to right now Woos W-O-O-Z-E they have all different kinds of sports shows college football they talk NBA they talk everything make sure to check them out and tune in every Tuesday to check us out for Connor and Nick I'm Jared thanks for stopping in the Red Rock Sports Sports